if we were to do betting odds on who would have the most psychotic tweet between either of us ever in history, I would say very I would say this in a very complimentary way. Me. You would be a long shot. Yeah. Wait, no, I think that I to have I mean, a psycho tweet? Well, to have yeah. like a like a like a, a what the fuck is wrong with this guy tweet? Yeah, I mean, like, I almost got fired for one of those. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You, you have, like, problematic tweets. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Yeah! All right, I don't know the answer to this question, for myself even, but if there were a, like, half-temp coffee option. Would you do it ever? No, definitely not. No? No. I was at, uh, I was filling up on my BB uh, this morning, and, like, sometimes I'll make a, sometimes I'll do the Keurig, apologies, basic. Trash. Trash. Broke ass. Uh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll start up the Keurig, then hop in the shower, then, like, I don't know, get distracted by something because I haven't had my coffee yet. And then the coffee's not quite piping hot, and then that's chuggable. That's the, that all sounds like a horrible thing to admit about yourself. But. Yeah, no, that's, that seems like a, not the way you're supposed to drink coffee. Also, I feel like Keurigs have two temperatures. It's either like scalding hot or lukewarm. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. And I don't want like lukewarm coffee, but if they were just like uh, – if they had an option at Dunkin' or at – Starbucks or whatever that was like, hey, uh, it was poured three minutes ago and the lid's been off. Doesn't yeah. everybody take that temperature? Yeah, but I, I feel like that's not like mid level. That's like yeah, not that's like what you that's drinkable. That's what it should yeah. right. So it's just it's just rolled off of you, you just roll off a little of the high end yeah. of that like scalding hot temperature. I don't know. I kinda want the scalding hot temperature because then it opens the door for spilling it in your crotch and then being able to sue the establishment you know what's crazy i've spilled like hot coffee like on my like on like areas that should be alarming yeah and who knows maybe like functionally i'm just a catastrophe (laughs) but whenever i spill coffee on myself my first reaction is generally like oh no now i'm wet never like (laughs) "Ah!" Yeah, uh, I feel like that's the same for me. I, I feel like usually it's it's oh shit now I've like ruined my clothes. The greater inconvenience is the is that now your outfit there's is like liquid on you versus have you ever spilled have you ever spilled like lemonade on yourself though? No, that is is oh. it a delight? No, oh that's what? like Carlos Heel stop the fucking game shit. Have you seen that clip? No. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. They played yeah, yeah. in like one degree temperature yeah. and Nalco is like. How do you think you guys did out there? And he's like, look, fine question. I got some <laughs> shit I want to say right now. He went full David Krejci. Playing soccer in the freezing cold sounds horrible. I it's like w- kicking a fucking brick. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Also, um, got to do something about like MLS scheduling these days. I don't know when that Everything's going up against other stuff. Like, well, why? How, how are the Revs going up against the Bruins on a Saturday night? In March, I, I watch the Bruins games in, game instead. How are the Revs playing in March? I don't understand the MLS schedule. They it seems you like and they Carlos p- Hill. They play like all year round, and somehow it's always inconvenient. That is true. That's the best part about uh, soccer, though. Like the Revs get eliminated in devastating fashion, and then like one week later, yeah. you're like, "Wait, 
they're training. This is the season over. They're like, oh yeah, the season's over. I knew it was like that with like uh, like international so- or not international, but like like EPL. I yeah. didn't know that it was like that for MLS. I feel like figured the MLS would follow a more like Americanized sports mm. schedule. Yeah. Well, it seems we at least kind of solved the coffee predicament rather quickly. I don't know. Like I ended up getting iced coffee, but I wanted some sort of in between. I'll tell you what. When you get iced coffee, dude with sign is looking at you real funny. That's true. Like, what a fucking loser. That's still winner, bro. Yeah, doctor, uh, doctor, dude with sign <laughs> handing out some uh, diagnosis. I actually what if, want. What if you got a regular coffee and threw one and asked him to throw one ice cube in? I thought about that. I thought about, like, hey, could they just drop an ice cube in it? But then if you take your coffee black, that's really not going to taste very good. Right? Yeah, no, it's just watered down black coffee. <laughs> yeah. Regular black coffee is the bomb. Although, I'll tell you what, I've been really flirting with the like unsweetened flavors of coffee. I think we talked about I love me some blueberry, blueberry. coffee. I didn't know that. It's those antioxidants and uh, also just French vanilla. Mm-hmm. Those French vanilla I'm is, a hazelnut guy. Yeah, I can't do hazelnut. French vanilla is like the goaded iced coffee flavor. But this conversation did remind me of something that we somehow hadn't spoken about. Uh, if we were to do betting odds on who would have the most psychotic tweet between either of us ever in history, I would say very – I would say this in a very complimentary way. Me. You would be a long shot. Yeah. Wait. No, I think that I, I – Have mean, a psycho tweet? Well, have yeah. like a, like a, like a, a what the fuck is wrong with this guy tweet? Yeah, I mean, like, I almost got fired for one of those. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You, you have, like, problematic tweets. Yes, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, we never discussed your, and I'm not, I don't want to, like, grill you on this. Okay. But what the fuck was your spring tweet? Oh, yeah, that was, that was kind of great. It seemed I, like it accidentally got to an amazing place. Yes, yeah, but for did sure. But did it start off from, like, just, like, shooting from the hip, like, yo, yeah, spring sucks? Yeah. It was, like... Uh, my mindset was like it's spring because it's 60 degrees out right now yeah and i just like never think that like it can get 60 degrees in the winter so i just like assumed that because it was 60 degrees i was like yo spring sucks and then everybody was like yo it's february okay and i was like oh yeah it is february all right but but you doubled down though you were like oh yeah i don't think so right okay so that that's what i thought i also Uh, like truly believe that though that like spring happens before uh like the actual mark of spring spring technically begins sunday the 22nd I march believe. 20th maybe i don't know it could be like a religious thing <laughs> um yeah it's like easter yeah or like uh christmas i think i think that it's the same day every year let's see i, I believe that it's the 22nd okay but i could be wrong let's i usually am google who else is in Dune other than Chalamet and Isaac? What do you mean? That cast is stacked. Yo, I know fucking nothing about Dune. And patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We are doing Dune and Belfast this week. Mm-hmm. You've known I've like either canceled plans or like been unavailable for like the last eight days in a row because I'm like, no, I got to go see Dune. And in I theaters, yeah. can't fucking bring myself to do it. I know it's unbelievable. I can't like, see Dune. Like I thought we were, I thought we were gonna record Dune today, which maybe we are. I don't know. But like, uh, but 
you said that you were going to see it like a week ago. So when you texted me yesterday, you were like, yeah, I'll see Dune like tonight. And I was like, what? I didn't You've end up been... seeing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still haven't seen Dune. I get, and I got to rewatch Belfast because I truly owe it to Belfast. I was, uh, Lord forgive me, I had the bad variant of COVID. That's a Saturday Night Live reference we're making Saturday Night here. Live's kind of like had a few hits lately. Uh, I'll tell you what. Those guys, and I'm... I, this is me being a real company man. People forget I work for NBC. Uh, uh, those please don't destroy kids are funny. Yeah. Initially, when I saw them, there's I feel like, no offense, like when three people who work like that like pop up as like the new SNL thing. There's I think naturally there's like a little uh, reticence to be like, all right, these guys are cool because you're like, uh, is this just going to be bootleg? Uh, uh, Lonely Island, yeah, or like what? What or is this? The, or the uh, whatever one that um, fucking what's his name came from? G- guy with the curly hair and and Bennett Beck Bennett. Oh, they, they had that they, like they they had a like troop? a YouTube troop. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's they were or both even, higher from that. Or even the workaholics guys. True. I don't know. Not to make everything racial, but like you see that you're like three oh, white guys. Finally, are, <laughs> three white guys three getting white a chance guys in comedy. That make short videos yeah. that could go on YouTube. Finally, yeah. finally getting a a chance. Uh, but. My I the first couple of things I saw from them I didn't think uh, I thought the three sad virgins was like cringe Hall of Fame. Uh, I thought it was funny. I mean, but like, like it was very like it was you could see exactly where it was going. You want to talk about like on the nose or whatever? Yeah. Like okay, so if you're making a thing where like three guys aren't in on the joke and one person's doing the whole thing, it's like oh let me guess they're gonna say he's gonna name them by name after he's saying that it's not about them. The Taylor Swift thing was funny though. Oh no, I thought that that. that I mean, I thought I've funny. got a tough. I've not a tough. I've got a complicated I, I've got relationship. A, I've got a complicated. I, I've just got a human relationship. That's that's weird to say because we don't know each other. But I don't know the way that like people have fucking relationships. There's there's great. There's challenging. My relationship with Taylor's uh, star power is a little. We got I I said something in Los Angeles that quite riled up. Uh, for I I said she's a great marketing campaign, which she is. That doesn't mean that she's not great at other things. But like, yeah, she's unbelievable at marketing. By and large, like like she put Sobrock to shame. I wouldn't say that, but she, no, as far oh my god, like as far as listen, nothing beats Sobrock's marketing campaign. Sobrock's got great marketing. I meant to tell you, by the way. Listen to John Mayer on Corey Wong's podcast. Corey Wong is like a top five guitarist going these days. He's awesome. And he had John Mayer on. And it's both of those guys are absolutely out of their skulls. <laughs> and it's great. They sit down, they, they have guitars. So, like, every now and then they play a little bit, but they both are crazy people. This it's like the John Mayer Zane Lowe interview. Yes. If it seems like both people were at least kind of in on the joke. Okay. Uh but yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do about Dune, man. I got to see it. It it's only showing in theaters in one place within like 50 miles of us and I feel like I owe it to Dune to see it in I would recommend, but like if you can't, you can't. I think I might be No Can Doosville baby doll. But I also need, like, can you tell me why, <laughs> other than 
like we see every Oscar nominated film. Like, wh- why should I watch Dune? Should I be excited about Dune at all? It just seems so much like something that like isn't I don't my know, thing. I don't. It, I don't know if it's gonna be your thing, but I think that. Um, you know, if you can get past like your initial reservations, like that little roadblock, that yeah. little wall that you have up, I think there's a good chance you can enjoy it. Like, uh, it's just a, it's a cool movie. Like, it's a cool spectacle. Yeah, I suppose it's not quite. And there's a lot of people in it that you that I think you like. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite as nerdy as like a Star Wars or like I don't think it's, I don't think it's that tough to get into. I was planning on watching it. I was like, once the Bruins game against the Blackhawks gets out of hand, I'll pop that on. And famously, it didn't. It didn't. I actually, I was going to say, I don't even remember how it ended, but they won. Yeah. Yeah. They won overtime? Yeah. Back-to-back games winning in overtime. Right? No. No. What happened uh, over the weekend? Coyotes game? That was... They before, won in the final couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah Charlie right. Coyle. Yeah, that's right. Famously, backhand a, roof daddy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite nice. Went to that game. Got some chicken fingers. Oh yeah, that's right. It was the best. Basically, life now. I just like live chicken finger to chicken finger. Just like speaking of which, what AMC oh, is? Did you do any retiring? Did you look that up? No. All right, I, t- I tipped you off. I think I was probably, honestly, I, I think I was on my way to see Dune, Yeah. maybe, and then, and then you just, just like, the car around. Just like something came up, <laughs> and it was like when Jim is going to visit Pam, when he's like afraid that maybe she's up to something, Yeah. and he's like, nah, we're not that, we're not that kind of couple. <laughs> I was on the way to see Dune, and I was like, no, I'm not. Um, when I was buying my ticket for Dune, it was like, hey, add on any food. And I never do that option, but I'll through d- the app. But I'll use it. Yeah, I'll I'll use it to be like, well, what's what's on the menu? What am I going in and getting? Last few times, various theaters, they got those impossible nuggets right in your face, but no, no tenders option, no traditional tenders. So I believe they've. And every time I, I'll go and I'll ask. I'll say, hey, do you have chicken tenders? And they'll say, no, but we do have the impossible nuggets. But I do know that, like, AMC food options uh, vary region to region. It should. Yeah, but every – I've now three But that doesn't places. seem like a thing that should should vary. Like, it should be a staple. I mean, I hadn't done chicken fingers at a movie theater until really we, like, leaned into this AMC life. But once you have chicken fingers at a movie, it's like – What are you going to Well, of course. No? Why, why wouldn't – it, it makes all the sense in the world, but I think right. that to the average person... They wouldn't think to do that. If you say, hey, uh, movie theater food, what are you doing? They're probably going with their meats and cheeses. That's right. Their fruits. I don't know. Funny I, enough, I do have I have done meats and cheeses very often. But what's the problem? Uh, when you go to see A Quiet Place. It's so loud. It's so loud. Those things are <laughs> yeah. so loud. I've, right. I've done those too, yeah. and... Man, I I got those before a quiet place, and it was so awkward to have to eat those uh, with the most quiet movie in the world. Speaking of being an asshole at a theater, <laughs> did we discuss what I did? I think last week, probably not. We probably didn't. Uh, it was probably after the episode. I went to see 
What did I go to see? I went to see Drive My Car in the theater. And damn, I go to that's a, that's a lengthy experience. Yeah, just like they, they try how many tickets they charge you for. <laughs> yeah, right, that, that's one and a half. Um, so I went to Kendall, which around Boston folks like Kendall and Coolidge are kind of the two go tos if you want to see so like the hip theaters. Yeah, yeah. So Drive My Car was playing there. Sweet, let's do it. Go in there, ticket. You know how it is. Three-hour movie, so I get. They didn't have tenders. I got nachos. Okay. Went to see the new Batman. <laughs> I got nachos, uh, raisinets, and a soda. So just like really buckling in for the next. Like if the grid goes down during the movie, <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, got that peanut butter. Yeah. Go in. Scan my ticket. The guy's like, okay, you're in theater five all the way down. Sweet. So I go all the way down. Nice people walking in front of me. You can probably tell where this is going. Follow them into the theater. Trailers are happening. Cool. Awesome. Trailers going a little long, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Who am I to judge? And plus, I've got food to last me for five years. You're watching a three-and-a-half-hour movie. You're really going to complain about the length of the trailers. Right. But in my mind, I was like, man, I would have thought that the actual movie would have started like 10 minutes ago by now. But trailers are still going. Whatever. In short order, it starts up. And it's like, you are are seeing the Oscar-nominated video shorts. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, no. And there was just nothing. I immediately knew. I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. Because they uh, drive my car definitely has already started. Yeah. Like the trepidation I had of like, wait, shouldn't this have started by now? Confirmed. It, 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 everything made sense yeah. in an instant. So I was like, shit. I've got all this fucking food. <clears throat> have already made so much noise eating these fucking nachos. <laughs> Like I've taken up like everybody in the theater seats. knows you're there, so if you yeah. leave, they're like, "Where'd that guy go?" Yeah, like after every trailer, I was like, "That looks good." DJ B in the house, <laughs> uh, fucking. So I was like, and you know, you like to do that anyway. What you like to watch the shorts? Not after what like happened the, to the, not the, not the, after the live the action children ones. dying. Yes, they were all children dying and I was like this is going to be animated shorts so now they're going to ruin so if, a few years ago I watched the live action shorts and uh, short films I didn't know often have bad shit happen to kids because they got to make you feel something. Yeah, it's a job short to amount of time. Elicit a reaction in like 6 minutes. Yeah, and there were back to back ones. I forget what the first one was, but one was somebody on the phone with their kid uh, and their kid was supposed to meet their dad or something, but the dad didn't show up. And then they're like, wait, there's a man coming. And that's just like the end of the thing. And you're like, great. Well, a fucking kid got kidnapped. <laughs> Hate that. And the next one was two kids fucking around, playing around, playing hooky. And uh, one of them basically falls into what's essentially quicksand and dies. And it's the way you just watch the kid like slowly going and they're freaking out like how do you get this kid? It's called Phobe. It was the worst experience of my life. I was so mad, vowed to never watch a short film again unless I know for sure what it's about. Like I've gone back and watched Whiplash and shit, but I'd already seen the full length, had a good idea. 
Although that like Whiplash is a bad example. That's a pretty traumatizing yeah. movie as well. Quick sidebar: Have you ever seen the movie Super Dark Times? No. That one. That movie's fucked up. Speaking of kids hmm. getting hurt, hmm. it's like a kid who like uh, like a group, a uh, few kids I think, like three or four, and they like one of their older brothers had like has like a sword. Yeah. And uh, they accidentally kill one of the kids with the sword while playing with it. Yeah, I mean, like ha- have to like cover it up and hide it and shit and like. It is a fucked up movie. It's just it sticks n- with you for a little bit. I mean, maybe I'm more inclined to see Dune now because I for sure can say that there's genre of films that I like worse than the whole. What even is Dune? Fantasy? Sci-fi. So, yeah, I just generally don't do that. But I sat down and I watched all the the animated shorts. And all of them, with the exception of one or two, are quite good. My favorite one was called Box Ballet. It was a, it's a Russian short oh, film. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking canceled. I was like, yeah, uh, but it's a Russian short film, and it's just about a boxer and a ballerina who live in the same building, and they strike up either like a friendship or it's like a flirtation Courtship. thing. And the boxer is it's just very it's very 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 cartoony. Okay. There's some of them. Some of the short films. There was one called. Uh, it was like a. I forget what it was called, but it was a. Uh, it was a bird that was trying to be a mouse, and there was just too much going on. They were trying to do too many things. It was too cute. Didn't like that. There was one about relationships that okay. was quite good. It called the windshield wiper. Okay. I'd. I mean, if you want to knock off another category. That's what's cool. You go in in for a couple hours, and then you got another category completely done. It was a, a couple hours, probably. Oh wow! Yeah, some of them How were like twenty minutes. Okay, which that's just a TV episode. Yeah, but some, but some of them were like I don't know, maybe seven or eight minutes. Okay. When I think short film, like let me see. How long is my guess is like Whiplash is, uh, thirteen minutes. It is. 18 minutes. Okay. Okay, so they can go they can go kind of long. You know who plays uh Andrew in the short Have you seen the, the like the Whiplash short no. film? No. It's the kid Johnny Simmons. He's in um he's what's he Oh, he's in Jennifer's Body. You ever see Jennifer's Body? No. Megan Fox just like eats people. Mm-hmm. But J.K. Simmons famously plays himself or the guy in it or whatever. But uh, listen to brunch, uh, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. You get all the Oscar episodes we're putting out. Nightmare Alley, Coda, King Richard, West Side Story, Drive My Car, Don't Look Up already are there. And this week coming are Dune and belfast so get excited for those those uh we do know are coming but here's something i didn't know what's that 98 percent of oral bacteria are good for you they're actually essential for your oral health turns out the fact that bacteria are bad is just a myth whoa that's right and guess what lumino busting it wide open that's right bustin makes me feel good uh, I use Lumino, Lumino is a good song by uh, your boy Van Morrison. Okay, cool. You know what I'm talking about? No, really? Wait, let yeah. me make sure he sings that before. Uh, yeah, it's like 
one of Van Morrison's biggest songs. Lumino? What sounds like Lumino that would be one of Van Morrison's biggest songs? I don't know. It's off the album His Band and the Street Choir. came out in 1970. Not sure. Domino. Ah, okay. Very cool. <laughs> I use Lumino products. I use the mouthwash, the uh, the the toothpaste. They did send me um, like some some white strips. I haven't used those yet. May pop those in at some point. Nice. There's also like a nice little oral whitening gel that I mm. use. It, the thing about Lumino is that like you can tell that it's the good stuff when you're using it. You're like, okay, this isn't like as minty fresh as like a winter fresh type type deal. But you're like that. I, I know it's working. And that makes me feel good, and it's not—it's not like uh, harsh or anything, but you can tell that they're 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 skimping on like the stuff that's a, that that is bad for your teeth. What do you think Van Morrison's highest charting song ever was? Uh, Brown Eyed Girl. It's Domino. Really? Yeah. Wow. Domino is his highest charting single ever. Damn. Uh, Brown Eyed Girl charted at number ten in nineteen sixty seven. Yeah, that seems like a that's just like a very accessible song that I figured everybody would like. Oh yeah, but the, but you know what? A lot of like real classics, you go back and find they were like, oh, it peaked at like number four, and you're like, Idiots. what other three things were happening <laughs> yeah, then? Dorks. Uh, Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, whitening, uh, whitening gear that are totally new and different approach for improving your oral health. They use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oil to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. That means no harsh chemicals, bleaches, uh, none of that bad stuff. It's all dentist-formulated, backed by over 50 studies, and proven to protect the good bacteria, also known as the microbiome. The Wikipedia page for Domino says, Domino is a hit song written by Northern Irish singer-songwriter Van Morrison. Imagine having a song so big that Wikipedia, with no hyperlinks or anything, just says, it's a hit song. You'll love Lumino's whitening. It only takes 30 minutes to apply and brighten your smile with no sensitivity. Find Lumino on Amazon.com and get $7 off today. That's L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X. L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X. Remember, it's spelled with an X, so you can X out the harm. Lumino, dedicated to illuminating better ideas in oral care. Van Morrison, of course, has become a conspiracy theorist yeah. over time. I wouldn't say that he's been canceled, but he has sort of gone over the deep end. He's He wrote a song about like Facebook. Why are you on Facebook? That is not my Van Morrison. <laughs> oh yeah. He's got yeah, there's a song called Why Are You on Facebook? There's a song called Stop Bitching, Do Something. Oh brother. Which Britney Spears has a song called Do Something. But that's more about I see you looking at me like I'm comes some some kind of freak. Get up out of your seat. Why don't you do something? Van Morrison's coming at the do something with a different energy. Yeah, it's like a very. Uh, th- I feel like him and Kid Rock are really taking like the MAGA approach, yeah. but without any sort of like any sort of of trying to hide what they're doing. Yeah, Van Morrison, I would say, is like, um, be a little subtle, please. He's like got some of the, and I I say this, taking out not that. It's not significant, but when you talk about what Eric Clapton is right now, 
I don't factor in, like, in 1977, he was a crazy, horrible, racist person. There's, again, not to dismiss that, but, like, if you look at what he is... If you look what he if you look at what he has done in the years since with rehabilitation centers where he puts them like I think that he has actually been quite ashamed of the 1977 thing. So, uh when you think of like where he is right now, he's kind of in like the Van Morrison like not necessarily I feel this way politically, more like I feel this way of like, we're all so fucking crazy. What happened, man? And if you were like, okay, well, cool. Well, who are you voting for? You'd be like, ah, voting. That's for suckers. <laughs> so more of like the wing nut than the, like Kid Rock is just a like crazy, not to use that, sorry to use that word, but just like a crazy like right wing bonkersville guy. I, I don't think- know that Van Morrison's necessarily like right wing. And yeah. same, same with Eric Clapton. I think Fair they're enough. both just nuts. So I think the Kid Rock is more just loves to fucking rile people up mm-hmm. more than than like I don't know if he actually like believes the shit that he's like pushing these days. I think that he just likes being like counterculture and pissing people off and also making money because that's the easiest way for Kid Rock to make money these days. Did you ever hear that? new kid rock song yes they like ain't nobody gonna tell me how yeah. to live thing it's that horrible. is so embarrassingly it's bad horrible for a guy that we've discussed in the podcast like i think the kid rock obviously gets made fun of quite a lot but yeah. like back in the day he could make a tune oh yeah yeah and it was i, I could understand if it wasn't it wasn't your, your cup your of tea yeah. but he made good stuff, or he made like cool stuff. Like and, no, nobody and he, was sampling Fleetwood Mac back in the day. Kid Rock was, and he made like he's been able to make cool stuff that is not everybody's cup of tea. But he's also made stuff that's been heavily ac- access- accessible too. Yeah, like only God knows why. Very palatable. Oh, yeah. uh, that picture, s- that Sweet Home Alabama song that he that song yeah. was like the hottest shit for like two straight summers. It was all summer long. It was That's the hottest. Right. That's right. Uh, for, for two straight summers. Uh, but yeah, like Van Morrison, I would say now is like Eric Clapton without the accompanying. Again, like Eric Clapton's past. Very, very terrible. It's very easy now when you talk about like the crazy things Eric Clapton does to like tie it all together and be like, this has all just kind of happened in one fell swoop. Which, again, like I think is a, a little misleading but van morrison is like that without having the awful the past, past yeah. to tie to it's just like as what that we know of what happened to this person yeah. yeah why are you on facebook though kind of a jam is it i'm just no, no i was like what <laughs> and uh, those two collaborated during uh of course they did 2020 um yeah. how do you feel about daylight savings time uh, I used to care about daylight savings and I used to have takes. I'm sure past episodes of this podcast will have me pitching ideas of, I remember I used to be for a weekly daylight savings where you distribute the hours a certain way. I just don't have the energy for what I'm just very passive when it comes to, or submissive when it comes to daylight savings. Now just have my phone automatically update the clock 
and I'll just fucking go along with it. I'm easy. But that's because you're not a seasonal depression guy. You're yeah, just, that's you're right. Opposite seasonal depression. I found the cure for the common seasonal depression. It's just regular depression. Just to be depressed all the time. <laughs> yeah, I microdose depression. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I've obviously been in the camp that like, hey, why are we still doing this? It's stupid. Why are you on Facebook? Why, yeah. Yo, this is this was. Uh, you want to go live in a yurt for a year? Yurt it up. I believe that daylight savings care? time originated to like for farming purposes, mm. and so. Nobody farms anymore. So it's like daylight savings is uh, the calendar's morning skate. Yes. Something yeah. that made it, sense when it started. Right. Had and a purpose. Now it has run its course. Let's yeah. stop pretending like it's important or necessary and let's 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 evolve. So I'm glad that we're evolving. Let's have some more daylight, please. So now it's it's just not going to happen. Yeah. At least that's my understanding. I, I've seen that like people have reacted like, oh, finally, daylight savings, blah, blah, blah. I just can't get uh, enough into it. Like I've, I got, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's in Dune. I got bigger <laughs> things on my plate, man. I, but that seems like one of those things that, like, in five years, ten years, uh, we'll look back and be like, yeah, why the fuck did we ever do that? Yeah, and why did it last so long? Yeah. Which, like, when people are – that's why when people are like, oh, we can't change this. This is how it's always been. And it's like, yo, you know how many, like – how it's always been things are like racist or like how it's always been things are like harmful or as soon counterproductive. As you stop doing them, you're like, oh shit, we can live without doing yeah, it like, like that. Why was that happening for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years? Speaking of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, it is with no joy whatsoever, 0.0 repeating joy that I say, I now have a phone ah, yes. from the last hundreds and hundreds of years. You have a new iPhone. Which one did you get? I got the iPhone 12. Was okay. going to do like an unboxing. Let me see it. That's not exciting. It just looks like every other iPhone. Very yeah. cool. Look, what col- when what, I just what color it, is that? When mint? I just, yeah. You got mint? It's like a surf green. Wow. Yeah. When I just Why? turned it, it like... Why'd you get that one? The option... Look, are you hearing this? When I... It's going like, it kind of rumbles a little bit when I twist it. Hold on. Maybe it's like psychosomatic. I don't think it does. Uh, oh, just did it again. Try Just go like that with it. Eventually, you're going to get like a little rumble. Did you get one? No. Just keep doing it. It's a good radio. Just keep doing it. Are you sure that it's, it's, are you sure the rumble is not like it trying to unlock your eyes? It might catch a glimpse of your eyes as you go by, and then like it fails tr- unlocking. I'll tell you what, m- that makes sense because a lot of yes. people, a lot of people catch a glimpse of my eyes and then forget what they were doing. And they they tremble, they buckle at the, the knees. Yes, yes, that's what my phone is doing. That's it's right. trying to unlock, and then it sees my eyes, and it's like, uh, I was. Uh, you can listen to. Fuck. Uh, what? <laughs> Speaking of your eyes, you also got the Bose head, the Bose uh, sunglasses. What a week for DJ pur- purchases, dude. I've spent. I was just telling you, like, I need like a twelve thousand dollar tech slash like media sp- spree or something because like so I got got the f- stupid phone and if you're like, what well, phones don't cost that much money, you just trade your phone and. About- I had a motherfucking iPhone 6. You ain't getting no money for that. There was nothing offered. When I went, um, and I had a friend who works there, 
they're like, well, even if you do, you have like an old phone that's like not eligible for an up for an upgrade or whatever, you can uh, you can still trade it in and get uh, like three hundred dollars off an Apple Watch or something. So then basically you get like a thirty dollar Apple Watch. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. While we're doing that, yeah, fine. I'll get an Apple Watch too. Did you? And. They were like, oh, whoa, this for real isn't eligible <laughs> for anything. You know what it was eligible for? Like to be thrown in the trash? $5 off one bill. Oh, my God. That is embarrassing. <laughs> that is humiliating. Right. And I was like, yo, this thing has this thing has given me 40 years of my life. I'm just going to give it away for $5? Fat chance. So then I just had two phones. And then when I set up that one, they were both going off at the same time. It was horrible. <laughs> I was taking turns texting you and other people being like, hey, is this popping up as the right thing? Because they these I'm getting your iCloud fucking email every time you text me now, and it's horrible. It's still happening? Yes. So I asked three other people after you said it was happening. They were getting it normal. So... Three out no, of four. I, I keep getting it from uh, your email account. I'm going to read it right now. I'm just kidding. But your <laughs> your your email account is annoying because it doesn't like start with like it's it's like it's not in the right order. And it fucking throws me off when I it's see got it. a funky little thing to it. Yeah, it's hockey boy, <laughs> hockey boys. So when I get the message, I'm like, who the fuck is Oh, it's DJ? God damn it. Yeah, that is we And that's like a. That's not even my email address. That's like my like, right. That's a throwaway like burner account for yeah. email, for uh, Apple. Although I have like so many, I don't know why I'm sharing this. I have so many Apple IDs. That's what. It's just chaos. Yeah, like that, different apps are under different what? IDs, and it's just all out of stupidity. I okay. Uh, I, like I've signed up for so many things, thinking okay, like I'm signing up for this app, but in reality, I'm just like getting a new Apple ID. So like. Apple TV, my phone, <laughs> like my computer, like they're just all running on different. Like there's no synergy. Like the reason you get Apple products is to switch seamlessly. Nothing is on the level. <laughs> that explain, explains why you didn't switch phones for years. You were like, I've got it all figured out on this phone. Yeah, I've got like a. You could you could be very good at committing crimes because they'd be investigating you and they'd be like, none of this lines up. They'd be like, all right, well, he stole $30. And then they find it. It's like, oh, no, he stole $30. You're a like bunch money times. laundering with your own Apple ID accounts. I'm the. Just move, moving stuff from place to place. I'm the telephone Anna Delvey. <laughs> Dude, you got to watch Invented I know Anna. I do. I know I do. It's. I watched, uh, I watched The Dropout with Amanda Seafried. Nice. I watched one episode of Dope Sick. Tell you what, Stuhlbarg acts. Stuhlbarg is so good at picking a posture for his characters. I'd love to to pick his brain about that. I mean, all if you of his characters see, have different postures. If you want to see Stuhlbarg posture, you got to watch Boardwalk Empire. He is. Like, oh yeah, he is like the. He's sort of like robotic. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Steve Buckley. Uh, we uh, was over there for a little pizza party recently, and somehow Stuhlbarg came up, and he was like, wait, the actor? And I was like, yeah, Michael Stuhlbarg. And he was like, how do you know that guy by name? And I was like, oh, like, enormous fan. Pete and I are both, like, huge we, we, stoolies. Like, yeah, big stoolies, like, dedicated our lives to the man. And he was like, 
yo, I saw him in something recently, and I couldn't place who he was, and I realized, hey, it's the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Looked him up, and he was like, he was saying he killed just like YouTube scenes of Stuhlbarg in Boardwalk Empire because they're that good. That guy knows how to party. Right, and he like he pulled some up, and I was like, yo. And then we just began talking about like, yo, I, I was like, man, all of his characters have different postures, and he was like, oh well. Buck had done some reading on Stuhlbarg, and this isn't surprising at all. He was like, he researches the hell yeah. out of if he's playing a character or if he's playing someone from a certain time or whatever. Like, he is going to get that as bang on as possible. He's so fucking good. Stool he's man. a master of his craft. Yeah, he he strikes me as like a theater guy. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, so I think he I, I think he went to Stanford. Okay, not that that necessarily makes you a, a theater guy. A theater guy. Like I don't know if. Did Issa actually go to Stanford, or is that just her character? I think she did. If she didn't go to Stanford, then that's so much school spirit for <laughs> just, like, a random-ass place. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I feel like Stuhlbarg is, is, uh, is a big process guy. Oh, he's yeah. a fan of the process. Oh, yeah. he. I bet he's also a man of few words in interviews. Yeah, I was going to say I would love to have him on the podcast, but... I don't know. I bet he would like to talk about it. I would let it breathe he, with him. Yeah. I'd have like a 20-minute interview where like none of us really talk that much. Yeah. We're just like, ah, oh, I see. I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. Just kind of cameras rolling. Whatever. The patrons are getting the video. That's right. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Just sitting, chilling, just like kind of soaking up the, the Stuhlbarg experience. But uh, when I got the new phone... It does the, the reason I had the old phone forever is I didn't want to give up the headphone jack. Yes. Headphone jack, very important to to this boy. And call me uh, call me the opposite of the Jacksonville Jaguars because the jack is important to me. The Jaguars famously releasing Miles Jack after signing like all of the worst players in the NFL to pretty big contracts. Except, except for Dave Chark. Yeah, that's right. They let that butterfly go. Poor Dave Chark, man escapes Jacksonville and somehow finds his way to the only franchise more depressing than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ugh. The Detroit Lions. Have that's, fun. Ugh, that sucks. I I hate when like you're in on a guy and, and he you just, can just won't get out of his own career. way. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I shouldn't be in on this guy's mouth. Like Kenny Britt was that for me where like every time he go to a new place, I'd be like, that's not going to be a good fit. He's yeah. not going to be very good. Everybody who says he sucks is going to be right. And, I mean, he signed a one-year deal, so, like, he's betting on himself to recover from the injury. But, yeah. like, can you bet on yourself at a place with a quarterback? I know. Very upsetting. Um, So, I have to do the fucking, I have to get, either get a dongle, which I'm not getting. I'm not getting a dongle. No, just get Bluetooth headphones, man. So, I got, so, uh, Jeff works for Bose, can make choice recommendations as can answer any questions that we have as far as Bose stuff goes. So I went and I was uh, looking at Bose products and got distracted. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get a a speaker for rollerblading. Yeah. Definitely going to do that. So got me one of those. And then have you, you've seen the Bose headphones, the the Bose uh, sunglasses, right? I've seen you post a picture of them, but like you've, have you seen them like at Best Buy or at stores or whatever? I don't go to stores. Uh, that's true. And as we discussed forever ago, no one goes to Best Buy because no. when you walk in, they're like, oh, they shit. They were like a customer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, going to Best Buy now is like going to Moe's. Yeah. <laughs> they just scream at we you. Got a boy. <laughs> uh, 
But I, this guy's desperate. We've seen, uh, but I, I've seen those sunglasses before, and you just walk by them because you're like, no one's getting Bose sunglasses. But I tried them on, hit play, and they are magnificent. They don't go in your ear. They just play like right next to your ear. They just like play it to your face. <laughs> they just like go. I think it's the cheekbone or something, or it's right here. So like deflect the sound waves off like the cheekbone. No, they direct just, them into the ear. They just like shoot it into your face. They just like inj- it's like a convection thing or something. I don't know what it is, but I also noticed some places there's there's a there's like an athletic headphone company called Aftershocks. Okay. That they go behind you, they go behind your head and they just like kind of fall onto your face and they put the music, they put the sound into I think it's this bone. Really, the patrons are getting their money's worth in this episode. Yeah, I think it's like this bone, the like upper, uh, the upper sideburn bone. <laughs> they shoot it's it a medical in. Medical term. Yes, they shoot it in, and it's just so, it's just the the funkiest, freakiest fucking thing because you can still hear like outside noise. I think the reason they do it for like athletic stuff is so like you don't get hit by a car. So you don't get hit by a car. So you don't freak out a dog or whatever. The sunglasses, man, had to have them, got okay. them. So then I still didn't have headphones. So on the, yesterday I had to go back and buy AirPods, which just started off the AirPod experience. Not crazy about them so far. I'm still a little confused about you got to put them in the case. You got to do they charge in the case, right? They charge in the case. So then what happens if, if you does the case have to be plugged in to charge? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't own. AirPods. You don't have AirPods. No. I assumed that everybody with those phones had to have AirPods. No. So what do you I, do? You I just don't blu- listen to it? I have Bluetooth headphones. Mm. I have a, a pair of Sony Bluetooth headphones that I've had for like 10 years, and I love them. Swear by them. Interesting. The thing with AirPods, they say, is you can switch seamlessly from the multiple devices you may have. So if you're on the computer, I'm sure you can open up the computer. But I don't know if then I'm going to run into the Apple ID problem. <laughs> All I know is I am hemorrhaging money on <laughs> products that I either don't want, iPhone, or don't AirPods, need. or could be argued don't need. I can't wait to do to just be walking around with those things. People come up to you. That's going to be tough because you can't know when you go up to somebody and talk to them that they're just wearing sunglasses, <laughs> right. no headphones, that they're busy. It's a conversation starter. I think it's a conversation blocker. What do you say it to a girl? How do you get? How do you politely? Uh, how do you talk to a girl who's wearing sunglasses that are also headphones? Yeah, we're gonna have to get Katie on the podcast to try to break that down. I don't know the answer. Excuse me, Miss. I'd like to see your eyes <laughs> and have you hear whatever horrible game I'm about to spit at you. Would you mind popping off those those shades? I'm also pretty sure the Bose sunglasses they look okay. I'm not imagining those are like the highest quality sunglasses. Well, you got to budget somewhere. Yeah. You can't have like the highest quality sunglasses and the highest quality music system. Yeah. And have it be affordable to a a, a, a peasant like you. Yeah. We'll figure it. I mean, I'm going to be so broke ass as a result <laughs> of all this. Uh, Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Dude, seriously, though, Inventing Anna, everyone I know who's seen it is so genuinely excited to talk about it and to talk like Anna Delvey. I was with Jeff and his wife, Caitlin, the other night. I'll be and with Jeff 
and then not his wife Caitlin, I believe. Yeah. In a couple days. You know that's, that's hockey that's, east. That's hey that that's gonna be a, a two player game. That's gonna be you and Jeff. Hell yeah. Buckle up. Bonding time. Yeah. But we were just fucking talking about how everyone was like broke ass and how man, like if you've seen the show, you know, but she just got such a way of saying things. She'll be like, We'll do this, this, and this exclusive. And you're like, ooh. She's I'm excited to see it. I've heard great things and it's fucking Anna Klumsky, man. You know who Anna Klumsky is? Yes, my girl. Yeah. 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 She's not getting rave reviews from everybody. Really? People don't like Anna Klumsky? I've seen uh, Ken Jack was not thrilled with her performance. And uh, Mr. Dave Portnoy had a big tweet about, like, worst actress ever or whatever. Okay, well, that's stupid. But uh, she, I will say. It made me seething with rage. I will say she's not, like, a top two or three performer in this. But I think that Anna Klumsky's great. She is, in this, it's hard to not see, why can't I think of her name, in... Veep. Veep. Um, shit, what's her name? What is People her name? People are going to hate us for this. Her name is Amy Bruckheimer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, a lot of the classic Klumsky, like, facial acting. Like, not saying yeah, anything. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that, that's why, I, like, I saw Portnoy tweet out a video being like, she is so overacting with her face. I don't know. I think she, she plays a lot of exasperated characters. Yeah. And... Sure. If you are Amy Bruckheimer or the journalist in Inventing Anna, I could see how that person would be exasperated at absolutely all times. But it's great. It's too long. I've gotten that complaint that, like, Inventing Anna is too long. It's, I think, nine episodes. It probably should have been, like, five episodes. I feel like that's a trend, though. I feel like a lot of these... Oh, uh, yeah. It's a is, it, is it a miniseries? Yeah. A lot of these miniseries are like, okay... Eight episodes, and there needs to be somebody in the room that's like, no, five. Two to three episodes. Yeah. Like, the the McDonald's one was the biggest one. McMillions? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one should have, that one, if that were a three-parter, would have been epic. Instead, I didn't even finish it. Even um, even the one with uh, Hugh Grant? Yeah, The Undoing. The Undoing? Yeah. Three episodes, you would have been in and out. Three or four episodes. Oh, yeah. Because what was it, like five or something? Five or six? And there was one of them in there that was just like, I okay. I think it was like seven or something. One of those. But, it, yeah. One of, one of those numbers under ten. Make, make, make them count. Like, really, like, pack a punch. Yeah, but if it were shorter, if Inventing Anna were shorter, there would not be as much of... Like the shenanigans that you like? Anna Delvey talking. Okay. So, like, even if, like, one episode you're, like... Yo, you could have just combined this in the last episode. It would have been fine. But then you wouldn't have she says something that's, like, funny or ridiculous. But it's a good watch. The super handsome guy from Succession. What's my man's name? Uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård? No. Uh, Arian uh, Moyed? He plays Todd. He's uh, Kendall's college buddy or whatever oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay. guy's so fucking handsome he plays her defense attorney and he's awesome he's awesome uh but the best performance is what is her name alexis floyd i'd never heard of her she plays a friend of anna's and it's like one of the best tv performances i've wow. seen this year so okay. or the like the last year or whatever so recommend it it's dope I've got an all-time fun fact for you. Okay, let's hear it. 
Did you know? I have to pull up the. Uh, I'm gonna pull up my work here. By the way, Better yeah. Call Saul coming back. Yeah. Uh, trailer is out now. Yeah. And I am fucking excited. Not that I was not gonna be excited, but the trailer looks awesome. I mean, this is going to April is going to be the April of all Aprils. April seventeenth, I believe, is when Better Call Saul, Father John Misty, Diane Coffey. I forget what else, but there's like some there's real a lot of stuff, fun, heavy hitters. Plus, Prop- baseball's coming back, and we're gonna be baseball guys. Yes, baseball. Again. I'm considering buying it. So this is where that uh, budget comes in, that media budget slash tech budget. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. I kind of do want to get a video game system just because yes. I want to play MLB The Show. Yes. And that would get me yes. – that would help so much with, like, being into baseball. Yeah. I mean, when, when I was a kid, the reason I knew every player in the NFL was because I played Madden all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, now I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the starting offensive line of every team in the NFL, but back when I was a kid, oh. The only problem with that is that uh, at least, like, my MLB The Show experience – is very centered around, like, like, be a pro. Yeah. And so you don't get a ton of, like, the roster. But, like, if you, you can do, like, a franchise, and, and that'll help you get a... Uh, the, the problem, though, with playing baseball games, for me, is that they take so long. Like, an individual nine-inning game takes a while. Not a good sign for your sport when uh, even like the it, video it, games has, drag, a, yeah. has a rate of play problem. Okay, I don't know how to open my phone. Hold on. Okay. So... This is the fun fact. Did you know that Horrible Bosses 2 has more widths than straight-up credits? Meaning, when they do the yeah. cast at the end of the movie, it has more widths than that is straight-up That's got to be extremely rare. But it kind of does make sense because your, your Horrible Bosses thing... Mm-hmm. Is the th- the three dudes Charlie Day, Jason Bateman, and who's the third one? Jason um, Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah. The, it's them three, and then like everybody else in the movie is a cameo. And then it's w- no. I mean, I, th- I I think we've uh, we've never called this out. I think you and I have different understandings of cameo. I think that you take like non-star to be cameo sometimes. Like cameo for me is like. One short scene or maybe a couple of short scenes. Yeah. And, like, doesn't really have lines. Uh, I, I think you can have a line with a cameo, like a couple lines. No, I'm saying, yeah, like, doesn't have a lot of lines, though. But, like, the people, like, the... So you'd say that, like, Jennifer Aniston and, like, Jamie Foxx I haven't seen uh, Horrible Boss. They're just, like, too. non-main characters. No, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't say that they have cameos because they were in the first one. Yeah. So like that's just like so I'll, a I'll say none of these people are cameos. One of them might be they have a couple of scenes like Spacey. I might give you is a cameo in this, but not really. Like cameo, I think is like uh, Austin Powers too. Uh, when Will Ferrell? No, uh, uh, Elvis Costello. I don't even remember that. I don't even know if I know who, like, just, what Elvis Costello looks like. They're like out to – he's like wooing her or whatever, and they're on the street, and Elvis Costello is like a street performer. Okay. A cameo would be Horrible Bosses 2, uh, Jake just, Johnson. just told you that I haven't I seen. know, but <laughs> Jake Johnson has – Jake Johnson is a guy, when they're talking about their plan of how they're going to do like this drop with the money, 
there's going to be like a homeless guy or something. And that's Jake Johnson. And he, he's just on screen for like a second. So that that's at least my interpretation of a cameo. Anyway, uh, the cast, it says, ba- it does Bateman, Day, Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. And then it goes with Aniston, Fox, Chris Pine, and Kevin Spacey. But then here's where it really gets spicy. And? Then there's an and. You really so you your horrible boss's two knowledge is light, huh? I don't, I've never I haven't seen it. Well, you haven't seen it at I all. T- I, I, thought I were, just said that. <laughs> I thought you were saying like you haven't seen it in a while. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, damn! You should see horrible bosses too. What are you crazy? It's I, like a solid sequel. Okay. You're giving me nothing too. You could do the like I haven't seen it before, but fucking can you be present? I I am present. You're I'm giving me nothing. This I'm, is horrible. I'm radio. waiting anxiously about on the end. All right. Well, Christoph Waltz is in it. But oh shit. J- oh yeah, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, you're just gonna okay, 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 okay. You give me something. You're fucking killing these people here. They're trying to they're trying to have a show. You are. Look, we don't do this often. I'm sorry. Pete is just disrespecting you, wasting all of your time. Pete, do you have anything you'd like to say? Can you give me a fun fact about something? Now I feel like a bully. That's showbiz, baby. Fuck you.